12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.312 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. Time to check in with Jason Dacey, ABC News journalist, all the way out in Brisbane to get the latest headlines from Down Under. Jason, welcome back to the show. How are you feeling? Good to speak to you, Adrian. It's been a while and there's lots to catch up on as we get closer and closer to Christmas. Yeah, let's start with the biggest story. Queensland opened its border earlier this week. What's been the reaction to that? I mean, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, on Monday, we saw the border finally reopening. And that meant that people from Victoria and New South Wales could come here for holidays as uh, we get closer to the height of summer and the, the holidays. I, I feel OK about it. Um, I did notice a lot of cars, you know, coming north, uh, you know, on the highway into Brisbane. And they're probably going to the Sunshine Coast. Uh, so, yeah, it, it is a, a different phase for us because Queensland's largely been free of COVID for most of the last two years. We've been in the lucky state uh, in terms of uh, the outbreak. I guess uh, in Australia, you'd say Queensland and Western Australia have been the luckiest two states. But we will see cases go up. Uh, so today uh, we're you know looking at more and more people coming into the state and it's school holidays at the moment. So, yeah, we're going to have to wait and see what happens with the new Omicron variant and the numbers because we've had very, very low numbers, daily numbers in Queensland for months now. Yeah, let's just hope the Omicron variant doesn't spread as quickly as the Delta. I mean, in the UK, the situation is quite bad, to say the least. December 17th, Jason, is an important day. It's a deadline for restrictions on unvaccinated people in Queensland. They won't be able to go to pubs, clubs, sporting events, cinemas. How are they feeling about this? I mean, the ones who don't want to get vaccinated, they're surely taken back by it. Yeah, this is a bit confronting for those who aren't vaccinated. You know, we had the first milestone on Monday, and that was when the border reopened uh, for Queenslanders. But December 17th, just uh, coming up very, very soon, is when uh, these restrictions will be put on people who aren't vaccinated. Then they'll have to show proof of vaccination to get into a pub, into a club, into a sporting event, a cinema, a library. Uh, So if you don't have that, your life is going to drastically change across Queensland. New South Wales, you know, south of the border is taking quite a different approach where they're not making the same kind of... uh, restrictions, uh, not putting the same kind of restrictions on unvaccinated people. But it is quite confronting for people in Queensland if they don't have the vaccination. And we all have a digital passport here that shows the vaccination status in, you know, almost, uh, I think around 82% of Queenslanders now have uh, two shots of a coronavirus vaccine and the third shot coming up soon for many of us as well. Uh, So yeah, it is going to change. That's uh, coming up on December the 17th. So I guess the message is for the people of Queensland to get vaccinated so they can continue on with their normal life, you know, even going down to your your local pub to have a drink. Aussies always love to have a beer. You're not going to be able to do that in Queensland unless you've got two shots at least of a coronavirus vaccine from the 17th. Yeah, countries are making it mandatory almost for individuals to get vaccinated so then they can enjoy anything in life. And um, it's almost uh, a mandate to get vaccinated. Otherwise, you'll just get left behind. Newcastle in Australia has also been in the news, this time to do with a nightclub event. And um, it was a 1970s sort of themed event. But there's been a surge in cases. So what exactly happened here and what's been the aftermath of it? Newcastle is around 150 kilometres north of Sydney. Uh, Some Singaporeans may have visited there. They may have even studied there because Newcastle University is a a well-known university. But they had a 1970s-themed prom night uh, a few days ago, attended by 650 people. 
and it's become one of the highest transmission events in the world in terms of COVID-19. More than 150 people have already tested positive for COVID-19. Can you imagine it? You're getting dressed up in 70s gear and you're celebrating uh, the end of the year. And I think a lot of university students were there as well. And suddenly, you know, your whole Christmas plans have been turned upside down. This is not good news for the state of New South Wales as we get closer to Christmas. Uh, And these numbers are are very, very disturbing. We've also seen high numbers in Victoria as well. Melbourne continues to be the epicentre of uh, COVID-19 across Australia. So, yeah, just like Singapore, when we saw um, people trying to get out and do things once uh, Singapore reached the 80% double vaccination mark. We're seeing the same thing happening in uh, Australia, whether it's Sydney, Melbourne or now Brisbane. Yeah, what an unfortunate event, especially when you're celebrating uh, such an important night. COVID had other ideas. We're in conversation with Jason Dacey, ABC News journalist all the way out in Brisbane, getting the latest headlines from Australia. So Woolworths has also been in the news. This is Australia's biggest supermarket chain. They've seen 8% wiped off share prices in a single day. They're, of course, due to the COVID-19 disruptions. What's the supermarket been doing to, you know, get over this? Well, it's been a pretty rocky week in the share market um, for Australia. And this was uh, something that made news earlier this week. Woolworths shares sliding almost 8% as uh, COVID crunch hits profits. $4 billion wiped off Woolworths valuation. It was a $220 million cost blowout due to the supply chain crunch. And, you know, during the coronavirus pandemic in 2010 and 2021, Everyone is going to supermarkets, whether it's Coles, Woolworths or Aldi. So they've been doing great business. But this is the story behind the the scenes that because of the high cost of maintaining supply during coronavirus and the supply chain issues, Woolworths have refused to put up their prices. You know, inflation is a big talking point, whether it's here in Australia and in Singapore. But Woolies has refused to put up their prices as a result We've seen um, you know, shares in the major retailer plunging as much as 10.6% before it recovered a little bit because of the unexpected expenses across the business, including direct COVID safe costs in warehouses and store storerooms. And you know, higher fuel prices has also weighed into this and the inability to perform key upgrades across the supply chain due to record consumer demand. So yeah, even though we're seeing the likes of Woolworths and Coles and Audi doing a booming business. There are these issues behind the, the scenes when it comes to supply chain and the hidden costs around a pandemic. Yeah, COVID-19 has had a major impact on multiple industries and it's just so sad to see them suffer over and over again. It looks like there's no end to all of it. But, you know, let's talk about something a little happier, Jason. Uh, the Australian cricket team, they're 1-0 up in the Ashes Test Series against England after they blew away the English team in the first test. Great performance there from Pat Cummins, the new captain, Travis Head as well. And, um, you know, did you expect England to get annihilated as they did? It was a bit of a surprise to see England lose that first cricket test. Uh, that was just a couple of days ago, uh, not far from where I'm speaking at the so-called Gabba. That's the ground in mm. Brisbane where the first test happened. And anyone listening in Singapore knows how big cricket is in Australia and in England. And this rivalry between the two nations called the Ashes. So Australia's up 1-0 in the Ashes series. And then second test starting uh, on Thursday uh, at Adelaide. Um, It's going to be a day-night test match. Uh, So a lot of people are following that very closely. It's a pretty strong England team. And uh, I I really expect them to put up a bigger fight as the series unfolds. Uh, And one thing I should point out is that 
the uh, scheduled test match for Perth will not go ahead now because we've heard that Perth will reopen its border on February the 5th, which is a bit too late. So that test has now switched to Hobart, to Tasmania. Um, so that's good news for people in Tasmania who don't get to see cricket, uh, test cricket at this level so often. But, yeah, this is something that's in um, the blood of every Aussie during the summer. We always love our cricket, and this is unfolding right throughout the summer in December and uh, also January and into February. So it's uh, exciting for everyone here to follow the Ashes, including the test in Adelaide. Yeah, looking forward to that night test match when they play with the pink ball and uh, it's a whole different atmosphere and uh, just a lot of fun. Yeah, it is the festive season and a great time to, you know, get out with your wife and your daughter as well and take them somewhere nice. And you recently went to Wet and Wild on the Gold Coast, the equivalent of Sentosa. What was this trip like and, you know, did you have to take any uh, precautions, safe management measures? Uh, what was the whole experience like? Yeah, as I mentioned before, you know, there are people pouring into the state uh, from New South Wales and Victoria because the border is now reopened. Uh, here in Queensland, the school term finished uh, just a few days ago and my daughter finished her year six studies and she's really excited because uh, we can now go to the, some of the theme parks uh, across the Gold Coast and so much going on there. And we actually got this pass um, that is available to Queensland residents where you get uh, 50% off to go to some of the theme parks. And one of the theme parks that we went to, and that's part of this pass, is Wet and Wild. And that's about a 50-minute drive south of Brisbane. And some of the Singapore listeners may be familiar with it. It's all these water slides and, you know, water play. And uh, my daughter had a ball. It was packed with people. And you mentioned the coronavirus restrictions. You've just still got to go with the QR codes. But masks not really in force yet. However, we are expecting that to change soon because 100,000 people are arriving a day into Queensland every day as we get closer and closer to Christmas. So she had a great time there. And then we went for dinner at um, Hope Island, a particular area called Sanctuary Cove. And that really reminded me of Sentosa, not the Sentosa with the theme parks and uh, you know the restaurants and all that, but the quiet, rich person's part of Sentosa. And, uh, you know, we had a lovely uh, dinner at George's Restaurant, which is a Greek restaurant, which offer a 50% discount, half price discount for um, all the menu just about. So that's uh, something that we all love to get our discounted uh, food. We had an early dinner there, Greek food and looking over the Sanctuary Cove with all the yachts and all that and the, the fancy boats. And by the time we finished our dinner around um, eight o'clock, there's a line of people, probably at least 30 people lining up to get in. So luckily we got there early after our, our time at, at Wet and Wild on the Gold Coast. And I know my friends from Queensland Tourism, Kim and Joyce and the team are really excited because Singaporeans will be able to experience uh, some of the joys of the Gold Coast uh, very, very soon. Uh, in fact, we know that the international students are coming back in. And of course, we've got uh, that travel lane between Singapore and Australia. So yeah, exciting times. And I am definitely enjoying the school holidays so far, even though uh, it's a bit scary going on some of those rides. <laughs> Wet and wild with my daughter. She's 11 turning 12. So she's pretty daring now. Yeah, just the way you talk about the whole experience, uh, you know, it just shows you had so much fun. And it's always good to have these moments, particularly during such difficult times. But, you know, Jason, I hope you 
Have a very merry Christmas, and I can't wait to have you back on the show in 2022. Thank you very much, uh, Adrian. Happy Christmas to you. All the best for 2022 to you and the listeners. And I will be back in Singapore in 2022. I can guarantee that because I miss that little island, that little red dot, so much. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.